1: Hey, what's your uh, background TV? Like, what are you watching when you're not really watching TV? 651 641 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live my talk 1071com everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer hello Hi. What's up? So when you're not really watching TV, but the TV's on, what are you watching? What channel is it on? What show are you watching? 651-641-1071. What is your background TV? Uh, we'll take your calls. Uh, you know, I just have been noticing lately I have some go-tos when I just want to not engage the brain. Mm. And I just, like... There's just places I go where I know I can just sort of be satisfied with whatever my eyeballs are resting on. Mm-hmm. And I call that background TV and I Do oh, you yeah. Is curious. that what you call What are other people doing for their background TV? 651-641-1071.
0: What is your background TV?
1: HGTV. Oh yeah. Like yeah. 100% of the time. I you really should think don't... about
0: doing the free trial for that Discovery Plus. Oh,
1: honey. Too oh, late, oh, you're done and okay, done. Good. Done, and that, done because that because done, then done.
0: you don't have to worry about ads
1: and I don't have to worry about um when HGTV is on and I don't care about the show you know what I'm saying like um for example what is that one called Christina by the sea or something oh, God. Uh-uh. I don't I can't I don't think that's the I name of it but there are certain that. ones that I just can't watch.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I agree.
1: But there are ones that I love too. Like I love me some hometown. I love me some good bones. (laughs) I bet you do. (laughs) Okay. But I love I love that mother-daughter duo. I don't like two chicks with a hammer. What?
0: The daughter drives me (gasps) up a wall. The mom, I'm the mom
1: drives me crazy. (laughs) Of course. Of course. It's so funny. Um, No, but I just love that dumb show. I will say, well, we've been here before and we don't need to keep talking about it, but I do get a little tired when they bring me into the like personal lives of the people on the show. I'm like, I didn't come here for that. I know. I came here but yet, for that. But yeah, you've
0: the got opinions part. about it, don't you? Yeah, of course I yes, do. Because exactly. I have constant opinions, and most of them are horrible. And it's a good thing we don't air them on the radio.
1: Mm-hmm. Hollywood <laughs> is very we, judgy. Who do we have on the line? Uh, we'll start with Amy. Hi, Amy. Amy, what is your background TV? What do you like to watch when you're not watching?
2: I like to watch.
1: Not watch the original nine hundred two one zero on Hulu.
2: What's it called? The nine hundred two one zero, but the original original nine hundred two one zero.
0: So I didn't hear that. I thought you said like not watch comma the original nine hundred two one zero, like I, as if there were a show that was the original. <laughs> oh, Never my mind, gosh. my brain. Um,
1: Amy, is I understood confused. you from the beginning.
0: Oh, um,
2: good to know.
1: Good to know. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Thanks, Amy. Annie.
1: Uh, i was like
0: what show am i missing
1: holly who else do we have on the line maggie's on the line hi Hi maggie maggie what show do you like to watch but not really watch what's your background tv thank you for being a friend oh i think you just made a friend here okay (laughs)
2: I know. Me and Bradley, we're awesome. I want to watch Golden Girls with you someday.
0: Yes. Well, um, I think we can make that happen once the world
2: Gets is back doing to that normal. again.
0: But in the meantime, awesome. we'll just sit on our individual couches and watch our favorite episode. Do you have a favorite season at all?
2: You know, I like the first season the best. Mm. Yeah, the original yeah. where, you know, it's not all as glammed up. It's kind of... Yeah. It's just real, the original comedy. I love. I it.
0: like that. I like that. I like your take. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Thanks for your call, Thanks, Maggie.
1: Um, who else do we have on the line? Holly, Debbie's here. Hello, Debbie. Debbie,
2: what is your background? TV? I like to watch the Channel Buzzer and all the old game shows. Mm, oh, that's a good one. Do you have a, Which?
1: What's your favorite game show? Is there one that like you enjoy over the others?
2: The one with Gene Way- Rayburn and um, Match Game. Okay. Oh yeah,
0: match game is fun. I I got through like a cold or a flu watching lots of match game.
1: Did you, um, Debbie? Do you? Is there is there one you won't watch? Like, is there one game show that you're like, I, I'm not, I'm not background watching that?
2: Well, sometimes that one where that little monster comes across when they lose. Oh, yeah, um, no, whammies, press your luck.
0: Press your luck. Yeah,
2: yeah. yes. Sometimes that noise of that will bug me and i'll go oh i can only take the whammy so much
1: (laughs) (laughs) if i had a nickel hey thanks for your call debbie have a good day
0: say that a lot in the
1: 20s holly do we have any other callers yeah we have a few more let's go to sarah hello sarah sarah what's your background tv what do you watch hi sarah hi um it goes in phases but right now it's frazier Oh really? I feel yeah. like even when Frasier was on the first time around it was background TV for me.
0: <laughs> I'm not a huge yeah, I never was a hu- I don't know why though because it, I always thought like I should like Frasier more than I mm-hmm. do, but I I just that's, didn't.
2: That's how I felt about it previously as well, but one of my coworkers really got into it and kept talking about how wonderful Niles is, mm. he really is a good, like, physical, comedic actor. So I gave the series another shot, and it makes me laugh out loud. You know what,
1: Sarah, and I think you're actually right. Like, I think when Frazier first came around, I think we all were in that space of, like, well, the lead character is the character, but mm-hmm. everybody was delighted by Niles in that in that first go-round. So um, I'm glad you said that, because that is a reason to watch it. Yeah. Thank you. I was definitely surprised. Thank you, Sarah. Who else do we have on the line, huh? Christine's here. Hello, Christine. Christine, what's your background TV? What do you watch when you're not really watching TV?
2: Hi, I like to watch cooking shows. Mm. See? Yep. That's like, I go back
1: and forth between HGTV and cooking shows. Um, I'm in an HGTV phase right now, but cooking shows are like a close second.
0: What are you watching cooking wise? Are you watching like Food Network? Are you watching YouTube videos? What?
2: Um. Well, I have a couple. I love Girl Meets Farm. Um, she's fantastic. She's on the Minnesota North Dakota border. Oh I yeah, yeah. She's fantastic. She I didn't, love her.
0: Wasn't she like a like an Instagrammer or something?
2: Yeah, I think she does a food blogger named food blog. Molly Gay, I think, and she's yeah. just super fun. Yeah. And what else do I watch? I like that and I like Pioneer Woman Oof. and I like um Oh, I can't think right now. But yeah, there's there's a couple of them there's that I just could have on the background all day long. Do you Valerie, ever I like it, the Valerie.
1: Too. Do you ever like tune in halfway through and go, "Oh, wait, I want to make that thing." Or do you just watch it for joy?
2: Oh, all the time. I just made something of hers. It was a uh, Brussels sprout thing. I actually just hold on to the show. I don't delete it, and then when I'm ready to make it, I just pop it back on and relook smart. at it again. I love that.
1: That's smart. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for your call, Christine. Um, let's take one more caller. We don't have any more. Then I don't (laughs) want to take one more caller, Um, Bradley. I know. I already know some of your background TV, but what? What are you? She's like,
0: but whatever. No, 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 no. no, I'm I'm already unimpressed with your answer, but (laughs) by all means, just
1: but go ahead and tell us anyway. (laughs)
0: Um, I watch so much TV in the background, but it has to be something not too thoughtful. Sometimes, I don't really watch like the HGTV stuff as background. I actually, when I watch that, I sit on the couch and watch it. Me too. Background stuff is like, um, there's a series called Time Team, which you can watch on Amazon Prime. It's like archaeology. And I I just need to be able to, um, lots of documentaries. I like to have stuff going on in the background that I don't have to watch, but I can still hear and understand what's going on. Right. Like, if it's something that is critical that you see it, then I have a hard time watching that
1: while you're while i'm doing background
0: stuff like cooking or something
1: no we have to we have put things in categories at our house so like if there's a show that my husband and i are watching together we have to say like this is not a do something else while we watch it show this is like we're gonna just watch this show
0: that's what i love now about having like all my tv on hulu um, I can just bring my iPad into the kitchen or wherever I am doing stuff, my office and just put something on in the background.
1: Uh-huh. You always have it with you.
0: And I don't feel like I'm, you know, I don't feel like I'm missing something and I'm, I don't feel like I'm paying for something that I'm not using.
1: So yeah. When we come back, thank you everybody for hmm. participating. Thank you for asking. Um, you're so welcome. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have to talk about Marilyn Manson because Oof. he's still a thing and um, he's a thing. We'll talk about Marilyn Manson after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Okay. Um, so last week, it feels like headlines about Marilyn Manson dominated all of our conversations. And I'm here to tell you that that has not slowed down. On the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk com. everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. Hi. i sorry about that.
0: Hi. <laughs> uh,
1: okay, so I don't want to laugh when we're talking about Marilyn Manson because he's gross, man.
0: Well, and probably a criminal, but we'll get to that. So can we... Um, like, this story is not going away anytime soon, and it came out of, like, left field for a lot of us, even though it shouldn't have been left field. It should have been, like, a blazing neon sign. Mm-hmm. I just feel like 20, I don't know, whatever, hyperbole Um Let's just tell you that uh, I read this story for, uh, yesterday that Evan Rachel Wood apparently filed a police report at some point against Marilyn Manson's, wait for it, wife... Because you didn't know she had or he had a wife, yeah, did you? I did
1: not realize he was presently married. Yeah. Well, um, probably because I don't pay any attention to him, and mm, I should have been. We,
0: uh, yeah, I mean, we just should not be where we are, but we are, sadly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Evan Rachel oh, we Wood could say
1: that about so very many I things, know,
0: right? Evan Rachel Wood uh, has been broadcasting to the world some pretty serious allegations against Marilyn Marilyn, Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe. Slash Manson, Marilyn Manson, some of which she can attest to personally, but then she's also been creating this space on her Instagram for others to claim uh, abuse at the hands of Marilyn Manson, verbal, physical, psychological, etc. Well, apparently, uh, we now know that at one point, according to her Instagram yesterday, she filed uh, a police report against. His wife, Lindsay Yusick after she became aware of the alleged threat in December. And you might wonder what that threat is. Yeah, I
1: actually do wonder what that threat is. Thank
0: you. The 33-year-old. I still can't get out of my head that Evan Rachel Wood was with Marilyn Manson.
1: Yeah, and when she was like 19, no less.
0: It's so it's just, did we know? I mean, uh, I presume we knew that.
1: I mean, I don't I think she was a thing very much. At that point cuz I just
0: keep thinking of Westworld and Marilyn Man- Manson and I'm like what?
1: That's when I became aware of Evan Rachel Wood as a human yeah. being. Was during Westworld. Yeah. Um but th- but she was with him far earlier. Was she do was she working? Was she like a working actress at that point? Yeah, she was a child actress in the What 90s. do we know, do we her, know from? her from? Oh... some things guys no I'm looking at her uh, filmography she appeared in the movie Practical Magic in 1998 remember the movie with Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock Mm -hmm. so she was a child in that her big breakout role was in the movie 13 back in 2003 where she played a teenager I believe Holly Hunter played her mom but that was like the big breakout role for Rachel Wood
0: well anyway so she says that Marilyn Manson's wife threatened to expose damaging photos of her Evan Rachel Wood, and that's why she filed uh, a report against her, because allegedly the threat was to, quote, shut her up and ruin her career. She shared a copy of the police report, though it blocked out some specific information. Um, Evan Rachel Wood claims that the photos in question had been taken while she was underage, and I guess these photos had to do with her, like, dressed up in, like, a German military outfit, and were a part, like, she was wearing a mustache. I'm like, do was she looking like Hitler or something? Mm-hmm. Like I don't quite get but these photos were supposed to be damning for Evan Rachel Wood. And um she was like, Yeah, so here's the thing. She said, at the time, she'd been plied with large amounts of drugs and alcohol. I stayed in Brian's hotel room most of the night as I was not old enough to enter the casino after the concert. Multiple people were drawing on my face and the faces of others. So there's a story behind these photos, but it sounds like his wife was like you know, shut your mouth or these photos.
1: Like, I've got this thing that will embarrass the heck out of you. Yeah,
0: which is a common tactic that we know often employed by people who are trying to get the spotlight off of them for their nefarious behavior or alleged behavior.
1: I also think that there's an element of this that we can assume, right, that if... Well, uh, I don't know. I don't know that I want to assume anything, but um, if... Marilyn Manson has a history of treating his significant others in a certain way. That it very well could be that this this current wife also is maybe being like she treated has some reckoning to
0: do, and she better start yeah. doing it because at a certain point that you're now a, a grown at, or a woman threatening. Another grown or yeah. woman who was not a grown or woman at the time. Right, you got to check yourself, right? Because that is not acceptable.
1: Yourself. Absolutely. Um, you know, I learned something over the weekend uh, that I I thought was of interest to everybody, and that is that um, one of the other people who considers himself a victim of Marilyn Manson is Corey Feldman. Oh well. Okay, so it's interesting though because, like, I think. That is always my initial thought when I hear Corey Feldman inserting himself into a story.
0: Eyebrow raised. Tell me why. But
1: here's the thing. So he wrote a very lengthy Instagram, um, Instagram uh, caption uh, on a picture of him seated next to Marilyn Manson, where he says, among other things, that basically he said Marilyn Manson. Uh, used me and abused me as his play toy by trying to manipulate me into breaking my 5 years of sobriety mm. to snort cocaine with him and then gaslighting me on his press tour uh etc so like it, he you know he says all these things and i'm like okay i'm going to need a few receipts on this and he provides he provides some receipts in the mm-hmm. sense that he's able to talk about how Marilyn Manson has spoken of their friendship um, both in his own book and on the Howard Stern uh, show, etc. And so, you know, he does, there are, he says some controversial things in the text of this caption that, um, I was a little sensitive to, um, I don't doubt that this is his own experience of Marilyn Manson. I do have a, a hard time with some of the ways he describes the the friendship, or I, I'm putting that in loose quotes because it's not really a friendship, but um, he says he brags about it as if I was a special needs person he was making fun of, and I don't quite understand what that all is, and maybe it would be an ill-advised corollary to draw. Hmm. But... Um, Corey Feldman says that Marilyn Manson has had a fascination with him and that he was not good to him in all of The that. list
0: continues.
1: The list continues. Meanwhile, by the way, Sharon Osborne is having some splaining to do because she says, I don't understand what the big deal is. I've got a working relationship with him, and that's all that is. D bags after this on My Talk 107.1. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen mm-hmm. and Bradley show, MyTalk1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Mm, hello. Hello. And uh, we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly. And that name is...
2: d Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's
1: your d well, I started down this road, and then I realized, you know what? She would make a good D-bag for this. Okay. So I'm just going to finish the story about Sharon Osborne. Share, please. Um, I'm going to do that. I'll be Sharon in just a second. Um, Sharon Osborne says of her relationship with uh, Marilyn Manson that it is a working relationship. And she basically, in speaking of it, she talked about this, by the way, um, on the February 5th episode of the talk, um, she basically was like, yeah, I mean, I don't know what goes on in his bedroom. There's something called, and this is, okay, this is the debate. The, the tone of this is <sighs> so debaggy. There's something called a working relationship. And that's what I've had with Marilyn for many years. I know nothing about his sexual preferences or the way he treats women. I know how he treats an older woman, which is me and he's always been respectful.
0: Oh god, here we go.
1: Isn't that gross?
0: We don't do that. We've learned this is not do better. The thing is that to say that you didn't see the crime take place absolves you from any comment or judgment is ridiculous. You can right. say Sharon Osborne, I don't know what to believe or I'm not willing to say something in support of the victims or like, I don't want to talk smack about this person. Like, okay. Like own that. Cause that's what she's really doing. She's saying like, I don't want to judge him for fear that I'm going to mess up whatever relationship we have or somehow implicate myself or give the appearance of implicating myself somehow in a condoning this behavior. But instead it's like, well, I didn't see the murderer kill the person. Mm -hmm. So
1: he was always nice to me. That's not an excuse. I just don't think right now is the day that you even like. She, I'm sure she thinks she's being neutral, but in this case, her being neutral reads as um, being on Marilyn Manson's side, right? And so I just don't know that you think that what you think you're doing and what you actually are doing are. the same thing
0: I mean she could even say the first part like I don't know what he does but I've had a successful working relationship with him like I don't even like that I I wouldn't do that but but to then say like but he always treated me with respect right. I, I don't like that because it so what
1: right that doesn't I mean, matter because that's not what we're talking about and I'm not about. trying to
0: make you know ridiculous comparisons but again Every time somebody is arrested for being a serial killer, they go to the neighbor's house, and the neighbor's like, "Well, he he just was
1: a nice man who he took shoveled his garbage my out last week." I mean, I just
0: can't believe it. Yeah, like okay, right. well,
1: you're not believing it though doesn't make it not true. Yeah, or didn't it, it? It doesn't mean it didn't happen. And you're you know you're not being able to believe it essentially minimizes. The experience of people who have been victimized. Let's just
0: let's just be honest. Sharon Osbourne is a celebrity. Mm -hmm. She wants to protect other celebrities. Like Mm -hmm. she has a small group of people with whom she lives her life, and she protects those. Like I, Like and, and she's not alone. A lot of people do this. It's it's like go down the list of celebrities who've hung out with really shady questionable people well and they're always like
1: well the reason that she's i don't know i don't want to maybe i'll say speaking in defense of him or at least speaking neutrally of um marilyn manson is because um she has worked closely with him as his music manager uh, and her husband, Ozzy Osbourne, had already planned to do a 2020 tour with him that ended up being canceled due to coronavirus.
0: Yeah, so she's so, not trying to ruin her business relationship. exactly. Which you could say that. I'm not going anywhere near that until there is something to say on the record. He has not been a charged in a you know court of law. Mm-hmm. These are horrifying allegations, and I'm gonna reserve my judgment until I have something to judge. I mean, even that is a weasel way, but like that's at least a like thoughtful
1: weasel way. I don't know. Mm-hmm. She's I
0: don't. I don't.
1: I don't know. I'm not I here don't. for this. No, I don't know. No, 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 no. 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 Yeah, sh- <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bradley, who's your D bag?
0: Oh, thanks for asking. Farah Abraham's mother.
1: What? Okay. What, what did Deb do?
0: So, um, I don't know if you've been keeping up with Deb, but she's got a OnlyFans now. What? No. Farah Abraham's <gasps> mom has oh launched... Oh my
1: gosh, stop it. No.
0: Oh no. But wait. There's more. There's more. more. So, oh. Farrah Abraham's mom has uh, launched an OnlyFans page, and, you know, I... If she launched an OnlyFans page, for those of you who aren't, um, horny, um, that's just like a celebrity or a person, most actual, just, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just people like you and me who have an account and show off the bits and pieces for money. Good on them. Um, that's a thing. If she were doing that, that would be awesome. But she's not doing that. So I'm not trying to say, like, she's a 63-year-old woman who can't do OnlyFans. But it's, it's what she's doing with her OnlyFans that oh is real gosh. cheap and trashy. So Farrah Abraham's mom has taken to OnlyFans to promote her rap career. Stop. Did you know that she was a rap artist? Stop. Did you know
1: this? no i am shocked
0: so she released a and video seductively dismayed. dancing to her rap single oh which we missed because that was released into september and holly i would say we should play it but i have no idea uh, and god only knows what words come out of this woman's mouth um
1: uh, she is wearing a mesh tank top with lace strategically um placed over her nipples.
0: her nipples. Uh, wow! she she is, I did not realize, and you, you are the teen mom expert on this show. Yes. I did not realize that Deb Abraham, well, it's not Abraham. It's
1: Deborah Danielson. Deborah
0: Danielson, Mm -hmm. uh, fair Abraham's mom. I didn't realize she was such a, um, I think the kids would call it a wannabe.
1: Okay. So here's the thing about Deborah is I'll give you the history of Deborah right now. Um she did not used to be like this. Deborah used to be very conservative and she was very put out um by Farah's sort of um when she when she was in her actual teen years she was Deborah was very frustrated by the f- way that Farah lived her life. Mm-hmm. She was incredibly Conservative, and I don't mean politically. I just mean like she was a very conservative, kind of understated, like cat applique wearing, mm. um, person. They lived. She lived in this like gorgeous house that was very knickknacky you know. And they were just very like quiet, kind of conservative. And I don't know when Deborah had like turned into this strange version of her she got really into um plastic surgery at some point
0: yeah it's clear that she has done some stuff
1: but i mean like she i think that i'm trying to remember if it was on an episode of teen mom 2 or if it was or whatever teen mom or if it was an episode of maybe I don't know Dr. Phil or something like that, where she was they had an intervention with her about okay. her plastic surgery,
0: please um, there's a link at the bottom of this segment that opens it up to the uh, video in question. oh my God, and it's frightening, <sighs> oh so my gosh. I just want to put out an a p b for us in future to pay far closer attention to fair Abraham's mother at least. The same level of attention we pay to fair abraham because it is so delightfully distracting in a way that we need right now
2: uh, her song that she released
1: that. in september is called side hustle making it and perhaps we can do a screener for a future show only because it seems like she's not swearing too much but she is not worth the risk
0: is this the nipple one or is this the oh, other one i
1: don't I don't know. So, this is the one that you just put the link up for, Bradley. Yeah, the bottom.
0: Oh, but so Holly also put up one, I think that was before that.
1: Oh, okay. okay. So, yeah, because the one that I'm listening to She's got a very extensive September. career. Uh, she has okay. 2,000 okay. followers You're putting that on loose her. quotes, huh? Well, I mean, appropriately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Oh, wow. There is a lot going on. I don't know why I'm not spending more time with this. See?
0: I was totally surprised. I was like, wait a minute. How have you guys been holding... Uh, Farah Abraham's mom from us like she has lost her darn mind but you know what I imagine it is
1: she's a comedy cook
0: oh she's also like her daughter doing Mm 3,000 different things but you know what this is this 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 smacks to me of someone who saw the amount of money that her daughter got being patently absurd
1: yeah
0: and then tried to go in her footsteps. Now, the question that I have for you in the remaining moments Mm -hmm. of this segment, Colleen, called Lord and Lady Mm D-Bag, and my D-Bag is Fair Abraham's mom, how much of a, like, Gypsy Rose person is she? Like, how much was she trying to become what her daughter inevitably did? Zero. Oh, okay. At the
1: beginning. Zero. So, I don't know when it changed or how it changed, but... In the beginning, truly, um, you got the impression that Deborah was like very put out by the fact that, that Farah was doing the show to begin with. Um, she basically in the very early days, and actually like even not in the early days, she basically, for the most part, raised Sophia. Um, because Farah didn't was not interested in changing her life at all when she had a child and um Sophia's father died in a car crash before Sophia was born. So, so truly Farrah Abraham was not only a teen mom, but she was a, a single teen mom. And, um, She would always I mean, she didn't want to change her life in the early days. And so she would just leave Sophia at home with her mom and then her father, whose name is Michael. And they were married at the time. And you just did not. I mean, they were very strict. So that's why this is slightly alarming is something has changed. And I don't know when or how (laughs) or why.
0: You almost get the impression that like fair Abraham.
1: It's like an invasion of the body snatchers. It's
0: like a parasite that just like jumped on to the mom and it's probably going to jump to the daughter. And
1: do you see that house behind her in her mesh uh, Uh tank top? That's her house. It's like this historic house with all this like natural woodwork. It's like a museum. Oh, She's given us tours. Oh, yeah. Of the house. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. Oh man, I am gonna need some time with this. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we've got a D-bag double down. And this one involves Hilaria Baldwin. After this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at my talk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindström Bradley trainer. Well, hello. And um we have a little D bag double down.
2: Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day.
1: <laughs> and it's, um, how do we say it in, in English? Hillary? How do
0: we say in English? Crap!
1: <laughs>
0: I think we just say crap. Hilaria Baldwin pulled a fast one on us Friday. In fact, she released a second apology... Quote, unquote, we'll get to that Mm -hmm. on Friday afternoon on Twitter. I think moments after we left the show and, uh, you know, moments after we gave up caring about Mm -hmm. celebrity injustices for five minutes so that we could sit alone in our homes while the weather went to crap in a handbag and stare at the wall in a
1: handbag.
0: You know, it's a saying.
1: I thought it was handbasket. It's both. Handbag makes it sound real fashionable. It was not fashionable. Anyway, I'm just saying. Back to Hillary.
0: (laughs) Hilaria Baldwin has has attempted to do the apology thing again, and she failed again. And we can indict People Magazine in this, uh, which which we'll do in a moment. But let me start with her actual apology, apology. And I will not read this in a Spanish accent.
1: Thank you. Mm -hmm. i've spent
0: even though i should
1: she did in her head for sure
0: (laughs) it does not reference gazpacho Mm -mm. okay here we go i've spent the now i want you to listen to the words i'm
1: listening intently
0: i've spent the last month listening reflecting and asking myself how i can grow and learn my parents raised my brother and me with two cultures american and spanish and I feel a true sense of belonging to both. The way I've spoken about myself and my deep connection to two cultures could have been better explained. I should have been more clear and I'm sorry. I'm proud of the way I was raised. And we're raising our children to share the same love and respect for both. Being vulnerable and pushing ourselves to learn grow is what we've built our community on and i hope to get back to the supportive and kind environment we've built together um oh jeez can you smell that
1: oh it's real rancid caca yeah it smells like poo
0: and that's the english that is
1: i'm i will say it in english poo (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. well we can say caca too but it smells like a big load of steaming caca because excuse me please lady first of all i've spent the last month listening reflecting and asking myself how i can learn and grow would you do me a favor and Mm -hmm. look at the bottom of this comment or Mm -hmm. this instagram post
1: um there are no comments why i can't even try to comment I don't know, but it doesn't seem like listening. she's listening. She's done listening. Well, again, it's the sound of silence. Thank it's, you, Paul Simon. Hello, darkness, my, my old friend. Exactly. Uh, okay. <sighs> hey, I have... I don't know.
0: My It is... it it is Okay, and I would like to further indict People Magazine. We'll get to that in a moment. But let's just talk about the obvious. It's so obvious. She doesn't apologize for anything in She this.
1: never says the words, I'm sorry. She actually...
0: Well, she says, I'm sorry. But she's not sorry for anything.
1: Wait, where does she say that?
0: She says, I should have been more oh, clear and, and I'm, I'm sorry. And I'm
1: sorry. No, that's like the kind of sorry you pop in after you've made an excuse.
0: I, you are so dumb. And for that, I am sorry. Yeah. That yeah. you were too dumb to understand what I was doing because I just didn't explain it well enough. No, you, it's not that you didn't explain something, honey. You lied. Well,
1: and if I can just say this, I, here's the thing. Do you know an American who's not. Also, some other nationality.
0: I mean, by our nature, we are from somewhere else.
1: There's a literal quote: "We are all the only
0: people who aren't from somewhere else are Native Native Americans, Americans, the indigenous population that was here before everybody else who claimed some other identity showed up."
1: So, most of the people I know, like for here, I'll just use myself as an example. My mom's parents were from Norway. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I was raised. Burger Okay, that's Swedish. Mm. <laughs> Just kidding.
0: Burga durga, durga.
1: I was raised eating krumkaka, eating, uh, you know, lefsa. I was raised with a grandfather whose first language was Norwegian. He had an, he had a lovely little lilt to his voice, a little accent. He, I mean, it was adorable, right? But I never. Told everybody, like, I'm Norwegian. I never spoke in a Norwegian accent. I never led anybody to believe that I was born in Norway or lived in Norway or was from Norway. Yeah. Right. My point being, actually you
0: could have done that in a more genuine, arguable way than she could have, because I will, I will just remind you her parents were from here right? and they didn't, I don't believe there is any Spanish connection to her DNA. And I'm not, I I don't want to make it a conversation about like genetic, like, like identity or some dumb thing like that. I'm just saying, like, her parents moved to Spain in retirement because they loved vacationing there. Right.
1: Right. So, yeah, there's no, like, when she says, I could have explained it better, there's nothing to explain.
0: No, you could have just not lied to people. Right. How do you say... Liar. (laughs) How do you say, caca, this Mm -hmm. is all lies. You're lying. You lied, and you should have just said, because here's the thing, people will move on. If you had just said, I lied, or I inflated the truth, even, people would be far more apt to listen to you than, I have been listening really hard, and I should have been more clear.
1: It is, to your point, Bradley, the words, I told a lie, I lied to you, (laughs) would go a long way yeah I'm sorry. I just got very distracted by a video of her doing yoga on her um bathroom counter. okay yeah, go on
0: she's very mobile, yeah. Um, I did want to also indict People Magazine because they were uh, part and parcel of this apology parade. The way they framed her statement, it leads you to believe the average consumer of tabloid media that she did apologize for the controversy because the headline was, Hilaria Baldwin says she's listening and reflecting after heritage controversy. I'm sorry. Like that frames it as if she acknowledged yeah. that she did a wrong and apologized. Also, All she has apologized that for, she
1: actually is listening, which she's not because she turned off the. Yeah, she, that,
0: she just uh-huh. doesn't want to. Oh. Um, and again, it's it's small potatoes, but you guys, like, it's so easy, and it's it, you should do better and expect better.
1: We deserve And better. People
0: Magazine should stop. Like, I don't understand what she has done for People Magazine, that they're up her, you know, interest How do you say place? it in English? How do you
1: say it? <laughs> Cucumber. <that>. Um, <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, okay, we got to go back to talking about framing Britney Spears, and we're going to frame it with Justin Timberlake mm-hmm. when we come back after this on My Talk one oh seven one.